we have not anticipated fans taking the entire can and upending it. Guys, I'm going to make you set down your teacups and take your pinky fingers and put them back into the fist that they need to be in because this has gotten far too cordial. My plan is to cry a lot and then, no, I'm actually going to do well. Who am I kidding? I'm great. Thankfully, the Red Bulls decided to score some points. I personally am not trying to be a homer or anything, but uh, Joe Rallis. Portland shouldn't be on the playoffs this year because they can't get their act together. 11 mils sitting on your bench, just sitting there when you could invest it into any other position. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 36, a preliminary review of round 32 and a preview of round 33. Uh, today, I'm um, joined by Simon, Mike, and our special Patreon guest, Winston. What up? How's it going? Good evening. Hello, gentlemen. You guys having a good week so far? Absolutely splendid, you know? I'm having, I'm having the best week I can have without uh, my Notas on my team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a, yeah, he did really well. Well, speaking of that, um, how did everyone's teams do this week so far? Mine is bad so far. I don't know the number of points I have because I was too scared to look. I just looked at the dashboard, and then I checked where I fell in the overall rankings, and I'm down to ninth from fourth, so it can't be good, but I'll look it up here for you in a minute. I just know that I captained Tim Howard, and that is not Oof. a good decision so far. Actually, just like a very bad decision so far, so yeah. Yeah, it's rough. Mike, what about you? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. Uh, took a negative eight to bring in a whole bunch of defenders, and that has not worked out. Uh, you know, hoping for the clean sheets and getting nothing. But I have a zero. Uh, not a zero. Zero who got seven points to, to bring me to eight points after the, the hit. So I still have hope. Maybe foolish hope. But I still have hope. <laughs> what about you, Winston? I was another one of those fools that decided to go defense heavy this week, and uh, I'm immensely regretting it. Yeah, I, uh, I, I took a negative four to bring in um, Birch, and that was the only negative I took just to make sure I could field um, a full 11 since San Jose doesn't like to discuss their injuries, and I wasn't sure if Quintero was going to play. But sitting on 34 right now, um, captained – uh, Gashi. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. Um, anything stand out to you guys so far? Nah, it was one game. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that Colorado could score more than one goal. <laughs> or concede more than one. I think the big takeaway this week was that Colorado is now in a fight with FC Dallas for the supporter shield, pulling out that three points with one of their two games in hand. It looks like and I, this might change by the t- time they actually play uh, San Jose, but it looks like they're going to be in a supporters' shield fight. So all those people who are concerned about FC Dallas locking it up and maybe resting starters down the wing, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Uh, I think the, the bigger concern might be LA Galaxy because they're kind of locked into third place if everything goes right. But as far as both conferences, there's going to be fights at the top for seating and you know for the supporters' shield. Yeah, it should be uh, an interesting uh, final leg uh, to uh, MLS Cup. Um, Moving on to housekeeping, though, uh, remember, guys, this next round in round 33 is a free wild card. So it is your last wild card. Um, And every team is back for their round 33 and round 34 single games. 
Um, and it will be played on October. It will lineups uh, lock on October 16th at 3 p.m. Eastern time. And then, like we typically do, we plug Patreon. Um, so Patreon is a site that uh, you, know, you guys can donate to us to help us out um, with all of our uh, recording fees and things of that nature. Um, and today we're actually joined by Winston, who donated $15 to the Patreon account. And he's joining us for the podcast today. So like I said before, welcome, Winston. And thank you so much for donating and helping us out. Thank you guys for putting out quality content. Thank you, Winston. Thank you, Winston. And Winston now has my eternal love, um, Simon's everlasting love, and uh, Mike's kind of sort of love. Yeah, lesser lesser disapproval. Yep, exactly. So. Um, if you guys want to go to uh, www.patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash m-l-s-f-i and donate. Um, you can hang out with us before the show, during the show, and you also get some pretty cool swag, stickers, um, pint glasses, just a bunch of cool stuff. So thank you, Winston. Thank you to all the Patreon donors. Um, and I'm going to turn this over to Mike for his uh, MLS Injury News Update. Okay, well, I'm going to start off with a little bit of a disclaimer. Most of the teams have only just started training again after taking the bye week. So I don't have a whole lot of information as to what's going to happen uh, in, in round 33. Check throughout the week. I'll have the post on Fantasy Boss definitely this week with all the news. But uh, as far as what I have, obviously you all know by now, uh, Ladero, Morris, and Wondolowski have all been released from their national teams. They'll be playing in round 32 and 33. Um, so that's not a concern for those players. Awful for uh, Columbus was hurt in his match for Ghana. Um, Akam also playing for Ghana, played the second half, the entire second half for Ghana. So I would imagine he's going to miss the back part of this game week 32 um, for, for Chicago. I, I don't know about when he's exactly he's going to get back. I'm, I'm assuming he'll be available for 33 Jake Gleason for Portland, he missed tonight's friendly against the U.S. um, with a groan injury for New Zealand, but he is expected to play for Portland's next match. Frank Lampard did light training on the side today. No word on if he will be available for New York City's match against D.C. Cheneau for New York City trained fully. He should should be a go. Ivanchitz for Seattle, he is 100%, so he's a go. Bedoya training fully. Breck Shea had a foot injury in training. He is questionable. Uh, Mateos for Orlando. He is out for the season with an MCL tear. Uh, Hairston, I I don't know if he's going to be available to play for uh, Colorado in the second part of game week 32. He he might return. Apparently he aggravated an injury in training. Brad Evans is suspended for Seattle's game 32 match, but I think he'll, he'll be back in uh, 33 and then Giovinco uh, there's no specific update but the expectation is that he will be back for the match against Montreal so that's it perfect yeah and you know it's 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 a little difficult this round since uh, we're in mid-round but uh, follow um, Mike on Twitter on his uh, MLS injury news uh, handle it at MLS injury news uh, pretty much anytime there's an injury or an update from any type of beat writer or any type of club, uh, Mike's on that and uh, you know either retweets it or gives us some great information. So thanks for that, Mike. 
Now we're going to be moving on to our round 32 questions and picks. So our favorite keepers and defenders, what are the defenses to target with good matchups in rounds 33 and 34? I looked at this question and honestly, I don't have a good answer. My gut instinct is to say Philadelphia because they're the only team that has two home games. But other than that, I don't see any two pairs of matchups that are really good defensively or really bad defensively. I mean, maybe you could say San Jose with matches uh, at home against Vancouver and then at uh, Sporting Kansas City. Um, Portland, I think, had some good matches too. But there's nothing that really stands out to me as, oh, gosh, I have to have players from that team. I think really for – and this is going to be my theme throughout all these picks – just get the best players who performed over the rest of the season. There's nothing that really sticks to me as saying these guys have the best schedule. I'm going to go with Toronto as a defense to target. Uh, yeah, they do start with an away game, but they have, I believe, the lowest or second lowest goals allowed on the road of any of the teams. Uh, and then they have a home game against Chicago, against Chicago right after that. Uh, so I'm going to be targeting people from Toronto and then Colorado just because they have the best defense. And I'll probably pick up a keeper from Red Bulls. Simon, you got anything to throw in there? No, I kind of agreed with uh, both of their answers, especially kind of Mike's like, I don't think there's any defenses that super stand out for these next two weeks. Now, th now this will kind of go along with keepers, defenders, mids, and forwards, but do you guys think it would be advantageous to pick up uh, players from teams that are on the bubble so they really have something to fight for? No, I think that all the teams will probably be playing pretty hard um, no matter what, unless maybe it's the teams that have already been eliminated um, and even then they're kind of playing for roster spots and whatever. It's like things are so close now and there's not anything that's really totally decided that I think, uh, you can pretty much pick up any player and know that they're going to be, they're going to be trying. Um, the one thing I'd be careful about is players that are like, uh, maybe on the edge of coming back from an injury or something and they know their team is in the playoffs, and so maybe they're going to be rested a little bit extra or something like that. Fair enough. Uh, let's move on to the picks. Winston, you want to start us off? Sure. Uh, for keepers, I'm picking up two real starting keepers. I'm going to go with Robles from New York and uh, Howard from Colorado. I don't like either of those teams' matchups for both games, but I like both of their matchups for one game each. And at this point in the season, money is the one thing we have plenty of. For defenders, I'm going to go with Moore from Toronto, Zimmerman, uh, Axel, and Steres, and probably a scrub. Uh, so my picks for defenders, I think I like in goal, uh, like Winston said, probably Robles, although I'm a little bit undecided on that. But that matchup home against Columbus is, is not bad. Um, and then a defender, I kind of like, uh, what's that guy's name? Campbell from Colorado that I've had the whole season and have forgotten his name because I haven't had to think about ever transferring him out. Home against New England is pretty good. Uh, I kind of like Colin from New York. And other than that, I like our good old Chicago or Colorado defenders, in this case, probably Harrison. Mine is similar. I'm going to start off with Rosenberry, um, you know, from Philadelphia because they have the two home games. I just kind of want to have some coverage there. 
then I'll have uh, Hairston if he's healthy and he plays in, in game week 32. Otherwise, I'll probably have Hoberry in that spot. Then I'll have Campbell from uh, Chicago, and then I'll have uh, Justin Glad from RSL, just kind of keeping it cheap so I can invest heavy uh, up front. Yeah, it seems like the consensus is pretty much, uh, you know, goalkeeper with Robles. I, I'm on the Robles train. Um, second keeper is undecided yet. Uh, for me, uh, Hoberg, Glad. Uh, I do really like Moore as well uh, from Toronto. Campbell, a great cheap option, and I really like Simon. How you also brought up Colin, he was he was on my uh, on my list as well. Uh, moving right along to midfielders, uh, who do you guys think is the or what? Uh, who is the best te- away team to target to try to gain ground? Possibly New England, New York City, Toronto. Um, I am gonna go with New York City FC out of these three teams. I think that they're all pretty decent options in terms of they're not playing like defensive powerhouses. And so all of their attacking players probably have some good potential. But New York City FC has been, you know, pretty good for the for the whole season. And you can tell you know that they're not going to just well, now that I say this, they probably will. But you know that they're probably not going to just, you know, throw up some total mess of a game on the road. So I think that you can take them on the road and feel pretty safe with it. Um, the trick with them is kind of, you know, getting the the players that are actually going to play. And luckily, they're one of the first teams who does play. So you're going to get to see their lineup at uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern. Well, the, the game starts at 3 Eastern, and the lineup will come out an hour before. Um, and so you'll get to see their lineup before the game week. So, like, if Jack Harrison plays... Uh, you could get him or Tommy McNamara or wh- whoever ends up starting. You could get that player. Uh, so I think New York City is pretty good. Toronto and New England are fine too, but New England has been worse over the course of the season. And Toronto, um, who knows? They've had a co- quite a few players, you know, called up and gone. And then Giovinco's been injured. It's like, mm, who knows? It's just a little bit of a question mark there for me. What about you, Winston? What do you think? Uh, if you're just looking for differentials to make up ground, maybe Toronto. I really don't trust New England at this point in the season. And New York City has people we know are good, and we get to see their lineup before we have to pick. Perfect. Um, well, what about the picks? What are, you, uh, what are your picks, Winston? For midfielders, I am going with the Stash, Ladero, Alonso, Pontius, and I'm on the fence, but I might go with Lamar Nagel from D.C. because he's cheap. Uh, I'm going to go with a, a bunch of heavy hitters, uh, kind of an all-star list from fantasy for this year. Uh, Ladero, Diaz, Sasha Klesch, and M. Piotti. I just kind of want to get the ones who have the most average and, and hope they hit. So what are the ones that, Mike, you just said Lodero, Diaz, Kleschen, Piotti, right? Right. Okay, so mine are the exact same except that I'm adding uh, Valeri to that list. Yeah, and mine is the exact same as, as Mike, uh, excuse me, as Simon's. Um, I mean, it's where, you know, we're toward the end of the year, we have a free wild card. I know some people are going to want to, you know, bring up some differentials, um, and that'd be, you know, great to do. Can you guys list maybe one differential for midfield that maybe could set you guys, or set, yeah, set apart, uh, 
on the back. Sure, Benny Failhaber uh, hasn't been talked about a lot, isn't on a ton of teams, but has been putting up really good scores over uh, the entire season, really, and especially the last you know month or so. Um, so I think that not many people are talking about Failhaber, and yes, he's a top owned play or a, a top scoring player, you know, very high up there. But I don't see a super high ownership percentage, so maybe he's my differential. Yeah, 5.3% ownership in the last three games. He's put up 8, 10, and 8. I was shocked to see Phil Hubbard at the top of the list for form, so I guess he'd be my first differential pick. If you need a cheap differential, that's kind of how I arrived at Pontius, uh, since I think Philadelphia is going to beat the fire out of Orlando. Orlando is already eliminated, and Philadelphia really needs a win. Yeah, I, I was thinking uh, Barnetta pretty much for the same lines, um, that, that Orlando matchup, since Orlando seems to be probably one of the best matchups um, for fantasy purposes for offensive players. Uh, I did want to say the, the reason I left Valeri off is because Portland's a game away from getting eliminated, um, especially if Seattle goes ahead and wins that match against Houston. And the real concern I have for Valeri is that they also have a midweek match because they're – still alive in the CONCACAF champions. Both them and Dallas have a midweek match, um, and I would imagine both of those are going to try hard, and especially if Portland is out of the playoff picture, I could see Valeri missing some time in um, round 34 in order to say he goes all out in the CONCACAF champions match. Um, also, Sporting Kansas City has a CONCACAF midweek match too, but they're out of it, so I wouldn't expect it to, to affect fantasy. But that, yeah, that that's the reason I, I stepped back or had some concerns about Valeria. Otherwise, I, I'd go five midfields, just like Simon did. Yeah, that that actually brings a good point up uh, about Valeria. So just be cautious about that. Um, my punt would be Michael Bradley. Um, you know, he's always a pretty he's a top performer. He's missed probably about a third of the season. Um, but still putting up great numbers on a lot of set pieces. Uh, him and Josie and Giovinco um, tend to uh, link up pretty well. Uh, what about forwards, guys? So if Gio's back, uh, you think he'll be rusty, or is he a must-have? He's Giovinco. I think he's a must-have. Um, I don't know if you can risk not having him with the form he's had, you know, when he plays in MLS over the course of these two years. Um, it seems like Toronto's really targeted him to be back now, and I just trust a player of Giovinco's caliber to not be rusty, even though he's missed about a month. Yeah, I'm kind of on Mike's page here in that um, if he's back and starting – that means that Toronto knows he's healthy, and so I think that you should have him. Um, that said, you know, it's really, is he back? So if he's back, yeah, you know, he's been amazing every time he's been playing. So sure, uh, if he's just on the bench, you know, probably wait a week. Don't pick up a bench player. Why would you do that? And plus, it's Montreal and Chicago. You know, those are his two matchups. So, I mean, he could probably, if he's not, if he's rusty, he could probably still score a hat trick in both of those games <laughs> against those teams. Yeah, definitely. This is also the best possible week for him to be coming back, and us unsure what his status is because we'll get his lineup before the game start. He's on a three p.m. game 
which will be one of the first games of the week. And it's a free transfer week, so you can go ahead and make your transfers as if he's not back, and then if it turns out he is, you go grab him at the last second without taking a huge risk. Uh, what are you guys' picks for uh, forwards? I'm going to go with Wright Phillips and Dos Santos under the assumption we don't have Giovinco back. I don't know why they have any reason to chance him up in Toronto. They seem like they're doing fine as far as playoffs, and that way they can save him for the playoffs. Uh, if it turns out he's back, I'll drop one of those guys. I'm also getting Baji and Herbers because they're both really cheap, but they work as a real functioning sub since they seem to start most of their matches. Yeah, I like uh, Winston's picks a lot, if I can stop swallowing randomly in the middle of talking here. <laughs> but my picks are Bradley Wright Phillips, who's been definitely, to me, the best forward in the league over the over the last half of the season, or at least the if not the best forward, you know, the most productive for fantasy. And David Villa, who's been on an absolute tear, uh, just a boss. So I like Bradley Wright Phillips, David Villa. Uh, not going to pick Giovinco because my hunch is that he's not back. But if he is, you're a loser if you don't own him. <laughs> All right, I have the hunch that Giovinco plays because I think Toronto is going to want to avoid that knockout round. So uh, I think Giovinco is going to be a great pick since, you know, he, he broke the game, as, as Guy Sanchez, someone said. Uh, then I'm going to have the two contenders for the uh, golden boot, Bradley Wright Phillips and David Villa. I think the fact that they're contending with the New York rival teams means they're both good, solid picks to be out there, even if somehow um, the Red Bulls clinch uh, number one overall seed. So I think they're good bets to going forward because they're going to want to be trying to get goals to, to add to that tally and get that award. Yeah, those are great picks, guys. Um, a lot of people are probably going to be going with, uh, you know, the big three up top with Giovinco, Via, and Bradley Wright Phillips. Uh, you know, as long as Giovinco is healthy. But um, if Giovinco is not healthy, are you guys going to be going with two forwards and five midfielders, or are you guys going to, you know, possibly do three, a three-four, or are you guys going to even maybe have that fifth midfielder and just, you know, try to switch through it. If if Giovinco's out, I'll probably have Patrick Mullins in and some money to pick up a fifth midfielder, probably someone from the Western Conference, so I can pull off the switcheroo this week. Uh, someone like Valeri. Um, I, I think DC has decent matchups with uh, Orlando, New York City. So, and I I've, I've loved Patrick Mullins for, since forever. So that's probably what I would do. Perfect. Uh, well, rounding it up, uh, who is your captain pick? Winston, we'll start with you again. If I'm convinced Giovinco's back, it'll be Giovinco. If it's not, I'm kind of torn. Uh, every time I have captained Question, he has not helped me out at all. And I'm generally afraid to captain Fords because they can be so boomer bust. Uh, so I'll probably flip a coin between Question and Ladero. I'm probably going to go with Bradley Wright Phillips. Um, Columbus coming off a short week. Um, that seems like a probably one of the best matchups for this weekend. So, uh, and with Bradley Wright Phillips, I think he's going to score. So I'm going to go with BWP. Well, Mike took all my thunder. I'm I'm in the the exact same opinion as him. And both of you took my thunder because that's exactly what I was thinking as well. Like uh, perfect, guys. Um, wrapping it up, guys. Do you guys have any plugs? Yeah, I got a plug uh, right now through Friday is C89.5's Fall Drive. So 
after you've donated to Patreon, of course, because you love us, uh, if you're into dance music and you uh, like Seattle or you just live anywhere and want to go to c895.org, check out our station. Feel free. It'd be cool. Uh, we're in our fall membership drive. You feel like joining, that's cool too. Or you can just listen. Either way, that'd be chill. Um, I, I'll do a plug for uh, someone else. MLS Hot Soccer had a pretty great article about the Cuba trip for the U.S. men's national team. I, I thought it was a, a great read. And so if you love soccer and like culture and geography and another, you know, Something different, uh, go check out that piece on MLSsoccer.com. I, I bash the website a, a lot of times on here. But that's a really good piece, so go check it out. Perfect. And then for uh, for me, I'll be plugging uh, MLSfantasyboss.com. Uh, a lot of the guys on here write for them, or write for us, I should say, uh, write for the website. Um, there's also a great community on there as well uh, that has a chat room on there. So, you know, before the games, during week, uh, you know, you can chat with all of the people in leagues, uh, bounce ideas off each other. It's just a really great community and also the great community of Reddit as well. Um, we're not going to be doing any of the scores at this time since, you know, we only had one game uh, that's been played. Uh, but we'll be able to banter a little bit uh, next week for our podcast in regards to that. But that being said, thank you and good luck. <laughs>